0: Hello and welcome to OBSCast, brought to you by the medical students of UCD and ORCSI. Please note that this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult with your doctor if you have any concerns about your health or pregnancy. These podcasts were created in accordance with ORCOG guidelines. My name is Molly and in this episode we will be discussing the management of a pregnancy where the woman has been diagnosed with preeclampsia. You are the SHO on the ward. Your next patient is Sophie Murray, a 40-year-old woman who has 2, para 1, at 25 plus 5 weeks gestation. She has been admitted for follow-up of a presumptuous di- diagnosis of preeclampsia following a GP visit where her blood pressure was 143 over 90 and a urine dip was 2 positive for protein. She has one child aged 11 from her previous marriage and has not been pregnant since. This previous pregnancy was uncomplicated with no preeclampsia and a spontaneous vaginal delivery at 39 plus 2 weeks. Sophie is already nervous about being pregnant while a little bit older and would like to know more about what her new diagnosis means. Hi Miss Murray, my name is Molly and I'm one of the doctors. Is it okay if I call you Sophie? Yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you. Likewise. I understand you're here today because your DP sent you in earlier. She thought you might have preeclampsia, and we decided to admit you because your blood pressure was up and you had protein in your urine. Is that all correct?
1: Yeah, I I just went to the GP today and she sent me in and then I was
0: admitted just really quickly. If I'm honest, it's kind of stressing me out a bit. That is so understandable, Sophie. Pregnancy is already overwhelming anyway and then to be told there's something else going on is definitely stressful. Hopefully today though we can talk through it a bit and put your mind more at ease.
1: Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I can try not to Google too much about this because I know I'll only freak myself out.
0: Yeah, very wise. It's often the most sensationalised stuff you get with Google. I'll go through it with you now. Please stop me if you aren't sure about what I meant by something or if you have any questions.
1: Yeah, that's grand, thanks.
0: So preeclampsia is a condition that we usually see after 20 weeks in pregnancy. We diagnose it if we see two things, high blood pressure and protein in your urine. We aren't exactly sure what causes preeclampsia, but we know it has to do with the development of your placenta. Okay, that sounds pretty serious. It's definitely a condition we'd have to take seriously and monitor closely Sophie but it's really important to know that for the vast majority of women it is very mild and has very little effect on their pregnancy. It's important we keep an eye on it just in case it develops into something more serious. Uh, How often does that happen? So in 0.5% literally less than 1% of women with preeclampsia they develop something we call severe preeclampsia. It's very rare but quite serious and can be dangerous for the mum and the baby which is why we have to keep an eye on it. We'll give you a leaflet with all of this information on it later, so don't worry. But basically, we'd be worried about severe preeclampsia if you develop symptoms such as a severe headache that won't go away with paracetamol, problem seeing things like blurred vision or flashing lights, very bad pain just under your ribs, heartburn that doesn't respond to antacids, and then lots of swelling in the face, hands or feet. If you ever find yourself experiencing these symptoms, it's really important that you tell the midwives or doctors looking after you. We want to make sure that it doesn't affect other important organs like your liver, your kidneys and your brain. Yeah,
1: I'll let someone know if anything like that happens. Yeah,
0: and in the most severe cases some people develop what is called eclampsia, which is where people have seizures. This is serious but again extremely rare. We'll be monitoring you closely here in the hospital for any signs that things are becoming more serious. We'll do blood tests, check your blood pressure and do an ultrasound to check on baby. We'll check its growth, heartbeat and general well-being.
1: Yeah, I actually wanted to ask about that. How will this affect my baby?
0: Will she be okay? So as preeclampsia affects the placenta, sometimes it can cause the baby to be a bit small because it doesn't grow as fast as it normally would. It can also mean there might be slightly less fluid around the baby in the amniotic sac, and this is why we do a lot of ultrasounds to check on how the baby is doing. Could I lose my baby? Very, very rarely. If the placenta becomes very severely affected, the baby might become very sick and there is a very small risk that the baby could die. It's definitely important that you're aware of this, but it's much more important to know that it's extremely unlikely.
1: Alright, uh, oh, um, if the baby is small, would she need special care when she's
0: born and everything? If she is small or has been born a little bit too early, we might have to do some extra monitoring. However, there is no reason you shouldn't be able to go ahead with breastfeeding if this is how you plan to feed her. In fact, if your baby is born early, we would be really keen on you considering expressing breast milk that can be given to her there and then. You yourself may have to stay in hospital for a few days after you deliver. When you go home, we'll give you some advice about how much longer you need to take your medicine and how often to check your blood pressure. You'll need to attend either the hospital or the GP at least once or twice a week to make sure your blood pressure is okay and to adjust your medications as your body goes back to normal. We'll ask you to do a follow-up with your GP about six to eight weeks after to do a final check-up on your blood pressure and urine. If however your preeclampsia continues to be mild, we'll monitor you here in the hospital as an outpatient till about 37 weeks, which is when we'd offer you the option of inducing your labour.
1: Okay, I see. Uh, What would be different if I do get severe preeclampsia?
0: OK, so if this happens, we can look after you here as we have all the people required so we wouldn't have to transfer you to another hospital. We may have to consider early delivery. The best way to treat pre-eclampsia and prevent complications from happening is to deliver the baby. Everybody will be a bit different, but the team will chat to you throughout and you'll make the decision together. For some people, there may be time to induce labour, others might have to have a C-section. You'll get treatment to lower your blood pressure and some medicine to prevent eclampsia if you're going to deliver soon. You'll be very closely monitored and if they need to, they might move you to the high dependency unit just to make sure you're as safe as possible.
1: Okay, okay. I, I'm glad to know that. There, there seems to be a lot of options there. Do you know why I have preeclampsia? It's hard to say
0: exactly why it happens to some people and not to others. You do have a few risk factors you would associate with a higher chance of experiencing preeclampsia. Being a little bit older and having a gap of 10 years between pregnancies are things we would associate with the development of preeclampsia.
1: Oh right, I wasn't aware of that. I'm not really planning on having any more children after this baby,
0: but hypothetically, if I did, would I be able to safely do so after getting preeclampsia? Yes, absolutely. Overall, one in six women who have had preeclampsia will get it again in a future pregnancy. If we have to deliver your baby prematurely, which would be before 28 weeks, this risk will be higher at about one in two, but it does depend on when you develop the preeclampsia. There are simple medications we can give you, such as aspirin and vitamin D, which can reduce the chance of you developing early onset preeclampsia. However, even if you do develop preeclampsia in a future pregnancy, there is no reason that you can't have a successful pregnancy with a lovely, healthy baby. And we can talk about this more depending on how your pregnancy now goes.
1: Okay, that's quite reassuring to know. Yeah,
0: hopefully. Um,
1: And I hope this cleared things up for you, Sophie. Do you have any more questions for me today? Uh, Not that I can think of right now, but I'm sure I'll have some later. Uh, Thanks for talking me through it, though. I feel a bit better now.
0: You're very welcome. Now that you're here in the hospital, we know that your blood tests are normal and we know your baby's well grown for 25 weeks. Let's continue to watch things closely and aim to get as far along in the pregnancy as possible. The paediatricians will also be along to say hello to you and talk about what would happen should you have to have the baby early. If you have any more questions at any point, please just let us know. Yeah, that sounds okay. Perfect. Thank you. This podcast was written by Molly Murphy O'Kane and voiced by Cathy MacDonald and Molly Murphy O'Kane. Links to the written notes and sources used in this podcast are included in the description. We would like to thank Professor Mary Higgins for her help and expertise in creating this podcast and also like to thank Kevin Murphy for Lattice's recording studio. Thank you for listening to this episode of Obscast. We hope you found it useful and you join us again soon.